A P P A L L E D. Appalled. Wait, Appalled doesn't have a U in it? to another episode of Table Talks, where deeper conversations are something highly sought after but rarely explored. And I have with me, as always, my beautiful co-host, Alyssa. Hi, sunflowers. We're changing it up. Oh, my lord. I know. We're like all the way halfway through July here. <laughs> I was like, oops. <laughs> Look, I didn't question you every single week for like six weeks. I love sunflowers. They're so pretty. They are. Yeah, they, and they bloom usually like September, so that'll carry us right to fall. Until you guys be pumpkins again. Whee! Or maybe ghosties. <laughs> Ooh, change it up this week, this month, year. Oh my god. What planet are you on? <laughs> Not this one. Not this one. <laughs> I'm so fucking tired, it's not even funny. Was today just like a crazy day for me at work, or like... Was it crazy for you, too? Because I went, Tuesday is my day back in the office, and I immediately was like, what the fuck happened for three fucking days? I don't know if it was crazy. I just was feeling like it was a me thing because I was very chipper. Mm. And if you know me, that's not Mm. my MO. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm nice and polite, but, like, we're not chipper. And I was like, hi, guys, how are you? And I was like, the fuck? (laughs) Is Who are me? you? Is that me in there? And that's just, like, been my week this far, so I'm feeling pretty good. I don't know if it's crazy. That's fine. Um, we'll take it. Uh, it was crazy at the office for me already today, and I very much was like, actually, it's fucking Tuesday. They say <laughs> when the weather is hotter, the like, the weirder people get. Like, they get well, pushed like, over the edge because they're hot. I mean, I believe that. And also, like, are people not drinking enough water? Because, like, oh, you I'm need sure. to drink more water if you're going to be hot, obviously. I'm sure. But, like, with this 90-degree weather we're, like, having. Yeah. Crazy. I, like, I only made it a mile for my walk today. I usually make it two. I made it a fucking mile because I literally was dying. And I was in, like, a very flowy, light dress. And I was like, I'm not going to make it any further. I have to go back to the office. I'm fucking dying. <laughs> I know. That's what my walk, I was like, okay, it's actually, like, pretty spicy out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, time to go back. Yep. All right. So, like, how have you been this week? Chipper. Chipper so far. All right. I'll take it. I'll fucking take it. Don't ask me why. I should be, like, hibernating like a bear because I'm supposed to get my period. <laughs> but, like, we're happy as fuck, so I'm running with it. Yeah, you're like, I'm gonna take it as is. Although, I did find a really good word we can use to express our emotions. Alright, let's lay it on me. So I was watching Hotel Hell because I love all things Gordon Ramsay, and he has such good adjectives, can I just say that? But he said appalled, and I was like, ooh, that's not something I use very often. Like, I know the word, I know what it means, but, like, I never use it. And mm-hmm. I was like, how can I integrate it? So if you don't know, appalled means you're overcome with shock, 
horror, outrage, or dismay. Mm. So I love All that. of those words are also super spicy. <laughs> they are. They're also really good, like, descriptions. Yeah. Very good, like... Horror, shock, outrage. Yeah. I'm appalled at your behavior. Right. That's where I normally hear it, is, like, appalled about behavior. It's not usually, like appalled about like Gordon Ramsay so I'm sure it was I was gonna say I was de- it was definitely he was appalled oh okay <laughs> at the condition uh, of this hotel it was like one of the episodes that wasn't on YouTube mm. it was like a very like limited clips but it was like a two-parter and this hotel owner was very wild she was like really ruining a beautiful building in Ugh. a great location and he was very appalled by the yeah, activities I mean that makes sense I would be appalled at them both of those things <laughs> yeah so we're chipper which is extra happy and also appalled at the behavior of people with the heat out here serious yeah. there's your example sentence <laughs> Is this the spelling bee? Do we have to spell it Chipper. C-H-I-P-P-E-R. Chipper. Appalled. A-P-P-A-L-L-E-D. Appalled. Wait, appalled doesn't have a U in it? No. Oh. I just don't know. Is it somebody named Paul? Like, was it named after a man? (laughs) Who had appalling behavior? (laughs) Puns? Can't help myself. All right. What are we talking about this week? Something we don't actually call it. Want, will, won't list. <laughs> and you will, will, want, won't list? You will from here on out hear us call it will, want, won't. <laughs> because that is how we like to say it in our heads. It makes sense to us. But it is want, will, won't list. Which honestly makes way more sense than will, want, won't. I feel like we put will first because it's the first thing you, like, what will you do? Yeah. And then, like, oh, then I have wants. Needs, then wants, then wants. Right, exactly. And, like, really it should be, like, what do you want to do? And then based on that, what will you you do? do? And then also based on that, like, what won't you do? Yes. Yeah. So this is the uh, long-awaited episode that we have kind of teased about in earlier episodes. But we're going to be talking about how to make that list, what the list is, and how to use it in like honestly everyday life and your relationship yeah absolutely do you want to give the breakdown of what the list actually entails sure so like you have your want wills and won'ts so basically if you're talking in sense of like sexual activities you have a want list like what you want to do with a partner or even with yourself then you have your will list so this is like what you will do um whether it's for somebody else or for yourself and then there is your won't list, which is basically like a no-no Absolutely list. Absolutely not. Yeah, basically. Um, and I feel like there might be some gray area with your, like, will list and your want list. Do I you think feel the same? I would agree. I think you're going to find yourself writing out these lists on a very, like, black and white mat, like, scale. And then the gray would be like, I won't do this unless right. X. Yeah. And, like, there's a condition or a requirement, a need that has to be met before that happens. Right. Yeah. I agree. And I think, too, like, a lot of the times when I think of, like, wants, there are things that I want to do, but after I try it, especially, like, specifically in the sexual realm, I make it to a point that, like, once I try it, I'm like, oh, that's an won't. That's an immediate won't. Like, I think you have to, like, take that into effect that you may want to do something because you want to try it but then you're gonna immediately be turned off by it and it's gonna go on the want list i think that's the appeal of these lists because you're able to kind of explore 
and write out maybe some of the things that you're thinking of or curious about. Um, and then, you know, also your boundaries around the wants. And then you get to explore all of it and then be like, well, do I actually like this? Or, ooh, I don't. That's a hard pass. Or mm-hmm. I kind of did, but, like, it could be better. Or maybe I need something to go along with it. Right. Do we want to start giving examples? Because I feel like we're blanketing it in a way that is great and it's good that we're describing it. But I think if we use actual examples, that might be better. Absolutely. I was giving like the general yeah, terms yeah. as we always do. The yeah. little intro overview. Uh, I think we should go with the sex example. I think it's going to be very clear cut. Yeah. I think the easiest example for me would be like a, a sex list. I think it's pretty clear cut. Mm. So like if I were to write out my personal will, want, won't list, whatever order you want to <laughs> fucking put them in. We don't have boxes here. <laughs> I would say I will perform oral sex on my partner. I will receive it. Um, That's just a couple of examples. For my wants, I would say, you know, I would like to try choking. Um, Maybe, like, deeper, longer foreplay. Maybe something like Karma Sutra. And then my wants could be... um, anal fisting you gave me a great example during our chit chat that's a hard no um and then maybe one with conditions would be i won't do asphyxiation without safe words and and hand motions like something we have clear cut yeah so that that is an easy example don't judge any of me for my references. <laughs> I was coming off with those off the top of my head. But yeah. that's a good example of, like, how you would you would start writing out. Yeah. Um, especially in the sexual department, there's so many templates that you can get off of offline. Oh, my God. So many. When I was looking up, there were, like, 12 pages. Like, it was in-depth. Yeah. But they go over, like giver and receiving so you could like sit which down which i think is super important yeah i think you could like sit down with yourself or even with your partner and go through the list and be like hey do i like this and do i want to do that mm-hmm. is it a will is it a want is it a won't right yeah and i think that's super important because i really i liked that we found those because you can go so in depth and you can really bring your partner into the scene and have that like collaborative space to open up the conversation about what you do and don't want in the bedroom. Yeah, and I think it's, like, less awkward to bring up, too. You're not like, oh, like, I don't really like that, like, while you're in the middle of getting down and dirty. Like, you guys take the time and just sit down, and then everything's labeled out so simply. Like, Mm -hmm. you even went down to, like, you know, licking, and then it's a licking nipples, uh, you know, neck, Mm -hmm. anywhere. Like, and it would list all the places so that you could really get into, like, what you really like and don't like, what Mm -hmm. you do want and won't want in the bedroom. Right. Which, again, we always talk about, like, make sure you communicate your needs, especially in the bedroom. And this just, I think, helps make it, like you said, less awkward. So much less awkward. 100%. Yeah, because, like, you're not in the middle of doing the dirty deed, and all of a sudden you're like, um, can we not not do that? Now I'm like... Sahara Desert. (laughs) My bad. Like, no. Like, you've had that conversation, like, precursor, and you can... I feel like that's the worst end of the stick. Like, when you, like, dry up or you're, like, totally turned off by it. I think it's just even, like, the awkwardness of being in the middle and, like, having your partner do something and you're like, 
I'm like kind of into this and kind of not, but I don't know how to say that <laughs> without like hurting your feelings. Yeah. And like I do like that, but I like need this little thing. Like, you know, I do like that feeling, but not that motion. Yeah. I like that you caress me, but not there. Like, I think I mentioned it on the last episode where my spouse has no idea. He puts his hand like up on my thighs and I'm over here like hot and bothered. And he's like, I'm just touching you. And I'm like, oh God, no, go to the knees. Go to the knees. You're not even fucking horny. Like, just move move along. And it's like having that open dialogue. And now, like, even lately, I've noticed he, like, only puts his hands, like, on my lower half of my thighs. And I'm like, thanks, babe. He's like, you're welcome. I don't really want to have sex right now. I'm like, oh, okay, good. I don't want to either. I'm fucking tired. Like, <laughs> it's just like we now without realizing it have had that open dialogue because it became a thing of like he's always like why are you moving my hand i'm like because you're turning me on well i'm not i'm not trying to i'm like i know that's why i'm moving your hand like when you have to talk about those things even if it comes up in a moment like that where you're in the car together and like obviously if things come up in public not the best place to talk about it but i think we discussed on an episode if there's something that's bothering you or something you want to say and it still bothers you for like 24 hours, then say it within 48 because then you can have an open dialogue and you will both probably remember what it was. So I think, I honestly think that this would be my advice, but I suggest doing a will, want, won't list by yourself for the first time. Absolutely. I agree. 100%. Because I think you need to know where you stand and where your limits are and desires first before you start including like offering things to a partner yeah and I think too you can if you don't do this list like by yourself you may be easily persuaded in like the presence of your partner because you want to offer that pleasure for your partner so you're kind of willing to like bend on those things that you like won't do versus like if you already set that boundary by yourself you'll probably stand up a little bit harder for yourself if your spouse is like oh like I want to do this and you can be like no that's a won't for me yeah like I think it's the idea of like being home versus out in public yeah example like you're so comfortable at home and you're willing to like say things out loud that you normally wouldn't say when you're like with other people or out in public like it might be very easy for you to be like oh well I don't want to throat fuck some like I don't want to be throat fucked right so I don't want that but when you're with your partner and now he's got his hand on your head and he's trying to do something like that it's a lot like harder to go and be like um I'm not really interested in that yeah can we move on to something else yeah like, I will continue to suck your dick. Just don't throw fuck me. Like, it, it's, it also creates that awkwardness in the bedroom where you're like, so now what do we do? Because <laughs> you won't do this, and I want to do this. So, like, how do we meet in the middle? And now you're having an open discussion while you're trying to have an intimate moment. Yeah, I think just with everything, like, everything else we've talked about is, like, knowing yourself first is always going to be the best first move like if you don't know if you're at square one and you don't know what to do knowing yourself is the best first step Mm -hmm. because once you get that you get your desires your wants your wants your wills and then you can step out and be like okay I'm comfortable doing these things now that I know what I'm working with maybe I am up to exploration maybe I am into trying something with my partner and talking to my partner about what he's or she's or they's are willing to do won't and want to do right and I think too another thing that while you were talking I was thinking about is like if we create the standard for ourselves 
we're probably going to be more likely to bend a little when you are in a more of a safe space and you understand what your other partner's needs are while also already understanding your own. And you've created that trust factor between each other. You may be like, okay, I know you want to do this. It's something that I don't really want to do, but maybe if we try it with this exception, that might be something that I can do. So now you've created that safe space for yourself to bring that to the table and have that open conversation. I totally agree. That's a great point. I can't believe I put that fucking together. (laughs) Brain is functioning. She is here. (laughs) Like, that's why I think going, like, say you you do want to do it with your partner. You want to do this list. I think doing it separately, you have your own list. You guys each fill it out for Mm -hmm. your own without each other in the room. And then you guys fill out a third list of yours coming together and then you can have those conditions well like we're both into trying this and we want to do this but you know you have some conditions on your end right and how can I meet that and then you can write out some like little things because those are all of those little tips and tidbits is what's going to help you have great sex in the bedroom absolutely and and much deeper connection with your partner too I think is huge like everybody I feel like our society is so much about like sex Like, that's all you see, and, like, no one talks about, like, how intimate sex actually is and how intimate it can be. Like, it's just, "Mm, let's just be horny and have sex all the time. I don't want to go on a rant, but I just, it's so crazy to me how everything is sex, 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 sex sells. Sex is everything that everyone's always thinking about, but it's such a taboo subject, and no one's talking about any of the emotional and physical factors that go into that. Yeah, it's like they're desensitizing us to the fact of, like, Yes, have sex, but, like, don't have it with any of these things that are naturally going to occur in your body when you have sex. Which sucks. Like, it's bullshit. And like you said, it's a complete taboo topic. And that's why we're having this discussion. Because we don't want it to be a taboo topic. I can tell you that I was at a family party this weekend and somebody asked me, oh, what do you do? Like, you know, what's your podcast about? And are you still podcasting? I was like, yeah, I am. And they were like, oh, like, what's your podcast about? I was like, oh, we're doing a series about sex. She immediately turned me around and said, okay, bye. I think it's time for you to go. (gasps) Immediately. Like, this woman, first of all, has no shame whatsoever. I love her. But, like, also is very much like, no, we're not talking about this. Oh. And I was like, okay. She was like, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, I love you, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, have a great night. And I was like, wow, I like struck a chord there. <laughs> and I just happened to mention that we were ha- doing a series about sex, not even mentioning the fact that like what the topic, like what we're actually talking about. And yeah, and like I said, it's like, it's so taboo. It's the lady in the streets and the freak in the sheets thing, like mm-hmm. everything behind closed doors. And I think that's why part of this podcast is so much like sex and relationship one is my bread and butter but two because I'm very passionate about creating a safe space because we should be able to lay out all of that including our wills wants and won'ts to anyone and our partners if as needed and I think this is where we should transition to getting to the general idea of how to use the will want won't list you know like I said you're going to lay out for sex your desires, what you're willing to do, what you're not willing to do, you know, giving, receiving, with conditions or without. Mm -hmm. But let's also talk about how to do that in everyday life with this list. Yeah. Uh, I think for myself, I really thought about, like, a work setting. That was where I, like, really thought about it. I was like, okay, I'm going to go for a job. This job 
description has all these things in it and I will do like 90% of this job description. Now I will go in say that like I want to learn X and I will do Y but there's this thing that Z that like I won't do. So it needs to be removed from this job description and we can put something else in there like you know A and just to make sure that you're coming a. A. I know. Well, I got to Z, so I, I had to go back to the beginning of the alphabet. <laughs> Listen, you're lucky I put that whole thing together. Okay. Okay, W would have sounded weird. <laughs> right, like, what am I going to go back to, like, what's before X? Like, first of all, my brain would not have been able to do that. So I just have to continue forward. <laughs> Welcome to Unscripted, folks. Yeah, seriously. But I think it helps create, like, boundaries that we also talk so heavily about that, like, as children, we were never taught boundaries. So this will, want, won't list gives us the opportunity to set boundaries with, like, a hard, like, I won't do this in a job setting. Or, like, I totally want to do this and I will try this, but, like, just know that if I try it and I don't like it, like, it becomes a won't and I won't do it continually. Yeah, I think the workplace is a good example because I, when I think about the workplace, I tend to feel that we kind of, like, squeeze ourselves into this, like, really good model mm-hmm. employee, like, that box that you need to fill and check yeah. it all off and have a perfect resume and interview really well and do all the responsibilities and, like, everything that becomes a team player. Like, you yeah. have to fit yourself into that box. But when you take the will, want, won't list, like, we all say it in everyday life. Like, oh, gosh, I really hate doing this. Like, this is yeah. not what I signed up for. Right. Like, get me off the bus. But we don't say it and actually take responsibility and accountability and be like, well, I'm not willing to do this. This is a won't for me. You need to take some, like, either needs to come out or we need to replace something with it. Right. It's a won't, but there's a condition. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like this list also just helps set better boundaries and really helps you to understand almost like the why behind you're going to set these this will want won't list right like at least for myself when I think about it I'm like oh I'll do this and then I'm kind of like why and I'm like oh well because I enjoy it or oh because I find it fascinating or oh because I want to learn more and then like I'm like I won't do this well because I've had a bad experience I literally was just thinking about this today like I won't make friends at work because I've had friends at work in my past burn me and get fired from a job so I won't make friends at work because I have a why. If I hadn't had that why, I'm sure I'd be talking up and chatting up everybody in the office to be like, yeah, let's go to happy hour, like, immediately. For sure. I mean, I think that's a great way to bring up, like, that your list can change. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just going to shorten it to the WWW list. Fine by me. <laughs> Three <Fine>. W list. <laughs> um, but, like, the, the list can change over time like mm-hmm. you, you talking about the experience you had like you could have been like oh I'm absolutely willing to make friends at work and like really bond with my coworkers. and now after that experience you're like absolutely fucking not Mm-mm. that is a won't for me I don't trust anybody they backstabbed yeah. me absolutely I think it's a great way I, it's always going to change absolutely at some point, it will change. It'll evolve. If anything, you're just going to even add little things, like add little tidbits and side notes and mm-hmm. like, oh, well, I, it was a won't, but now it's kind of like a want. Yeah. Something changed and it's now interesting and it's yeah. piquing my curiosity. And that's also okay to like, 
you know, and I think even in a sexual setting to have your will want will list and like maybe once a year or once every six months, you like revisit that list with yourself and your partner to be able to be like, hey, so like I've kind of been wanting to do this and I know it's on my won't list. So like, could we try it and see what it does? Like, I think that's a great idea to revisit these lists in almost like a staged fashion like six months quarterly annually something of that nature just to give yourself that that opportunity for new exploration yeah because your mindset's gonna change like even like your relationship might evolve Mm -hmm. like maybe you guys are in a really good spot and like you're really comfortable with all of these things but you know you got that tumultuous little spot you're on off again and now you're like I don't feel as comfortable with you I don't feel like I'm comfortable doing certain things with you. Absolutely. We don't have that vulnerability, comfortability factor anymore. Mm-hmm. And so now your list has changed. How do you communicate that to your partner? The list is a great way. Yeah, absolutely. Let's see. General sense. Goals was another one that we had uh, we had talked about previously. And I thought with goals is like, I want this goal. So like I put it in perspective of like entrepreneurship. Like I want this goal. Like I want to own my own business. I will do all these things to get to that. But I won't do like payroll. Like fuck payroll. If I ever like bring on a team, fuck payroll. I'm immediately outsourcing that shit for somebody else. Because it's just something I won't do. I'm not good with numbers. I'll fuck it up. Like I don't know the rules. I don't know the laws. It's not something I want to learn. So I'm going to outsource it. So there's things that like I will do to get to this goal this want that I have, this desire, and there are things that I won't do. And I think very clearly laying those out will help you reach that goal that much faster because then you actually understand where your strengths and your weaknesses are and just genuinely, like, where you want to put your time and your energy and your effort and where you're like, fuck that shit, I have no desire. Do you feel like you have the list enough? So you talk about opening a small business. Do you think you could give an example of a generalized, like, will want, won't list? Uh, So I think something that I want right now for myself is to become part of an agency. So because I know that right now that is probably the best avenue to get myself more clients. And I think for myself, so now I'm now I think I'm working on the what will I do to get to that want? Like I won't do certain things like, you know, I won't be all three people ever again like I am right now. I will not be a content creator. I will not be a social media manager and I will not be like the ad manager on top of it. Like I will, I will do either content creation or I will only do social media management or I will only do copywriting and I will only do like, I will do all of these pieces, but I will not do them simultaneously for one singular client. I won't ever do that again. This will be my one and only time. And I have learned that it very quickly burns me out. And now you kind of know where you stand. Yeah, and I think sometimes, too, you have to just kind of... Sometimes at first you just have to jump in and be, like, all hands on deck and do whatever the fuck someone wants you to do, especially in your, like, growing phases of figuring out what, where you want to go with a business. So you're like, oh, yeah, like, I will do all of these things because you're a new client. Like, oh, my God, yes. And then it's like, wow, I am severely underpaid for the amount of fucking shit I'm doing. And you have that recognition, and now also you have experience. So now... You can tailor that to what do I really like about this, like, full ball that I have in my hands? Can I break it out into, like, a nice little cute pie chart? And what will I do and what won't I ever do again? I'll do all these things, but not all at one time for a singular client. 
That makes a lot of sense. I yeah. mean, you know, you talk about, like, the curiosities, the things you don't know. You are, at one point or another, you're going to be like, oh, I'm willing to do everything for that. Right. Because you don't have the experience, the, the history, knowledge. the knowledge. Maybe it just sounds interesting. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And then you actually do it, and it's, oh, I mean, it's not everything I thought it was going to mm-hmm. be. And, I mean, even, like, in a more, like, general example, let's talk about bucket list. You can even do that. Oh, my God, I will skydive, but I won't bungee jump. Right. I want to do, like, a hiking obstacle course. But I won't do it for more than five miles. But I won't do it above 500 feet. Right, yeah, absolutely. With spiders involved. Like, whatever it is. (laughs) I will do an obstacle course, but nothing may attack me. Just obstacles. <laughs> yeah, and you can do that on a communication basis as well. I think, I mean, this is kind of circling back a little bit to, like, relationships. Um, not so much sex-driven, but, like, how we communicate, how you receive affection, mm-hmm. what you want from your partner, how you want them to, like, come in contact with you. Like, is it okay to just, like, grope your ass? Is it okay to grope your ass in public? <laughs> like... <laughs> Those might be two different bags for you, and you're like, one's like, yeah, and one's like, <laughs> And that list is going to help you break it out and, and really narrow it down for yourself. So yeah. that you know, and you can also be like, don't touch my butt. We, you, you know the list. We yeah. made the list together. Do not touch my butt when you're out in public. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's an account- accountability factor, too. Oof. I will yes. caution that with saying you should not use this list against your partner or no. anyone involved. Oh, my God, no. Do not do not use it as a reason to berate your Mm-mm. partner and be like, you didn't do this. Be- I told you. You guys still need to have good, open communication. There may be something that they forgot that was on the list oh or God. that there was a condition. Yeah. And you need to t- then, hey... You know, this was on my won't list. Yeah. I know that there was a condition, but that, it wasn't met for me this time. Yeah. Can we please figure out a way that we can do that? Yep. If that's something you're interested in. Yeah. (laughs) If you're not interested in it, then it just goes off the table completely. Then we should move it to the want, like a won't list. Right. Absolutely. Hard no. Hard pass, please. Yeah. No, I think that's a great point, even to bring this up in just like the communication barrier. Like, this could really help when you're having communication problems like okay what are your will wants and wants of an entire relationship now this is can get lengthy but like in the beginning it can be simple as like i will go out to dinner like twice a week with my partner or i will spend gifts on i will spend money on gifts for my partner and i I won't accept last minute plans right exactly like i think that's just something that you have to set up for yourself and like like we said before like this this list is going to change there's no doubt in my mind that after even 3 months your list is going to change just because your position in a relationship can change due to a lot of factors and you have to take that into consideration yeah i just love the versatility of this list you could literally yeah. put it anywhere you know dating sex relationships communication goals work Like, the list goes on. I do want to touch upon it because you brought up a good point. Like, the list about, like, in a relationship, even in a um, a friendship or anything. Yeah. Like, how you want to communicate to and and be communicated with. Like, am I comfortable opening up to, you know, my fears and telling all of my past history? Like, am I comfortable doing that? Is that a will? Is that a won't for me? 
Or is it a want, but, like, I'm kind of uncomfortable about it? Right. Is it a want, but you have to hit a certain, you know, um, like, timeline? Like, like a certain, like, time barrier? Like, oh, I will, I want to do this with this friend, but we haven't been friends long enough. So, That's like... That's a good one. Okay, so, like, I, it's, it's a matter of trust. Like, if you, if you, like, you know, divide it up and really deep dive, it's like, oh, it's a matter of trust. I want to talk about these things with this person, but I don't know if I can trust them to have a response that is not going to turn me away from them. Yeah, like, this is an acquaintance, but I think that this one, this bullet on the, the want list is, like, bestie status. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's a really good point to divide up your friendship, relationship stuff as to who do I want to talk to the, talk about this with and who do I not want to talk about this with. I think yeah. that makes a really, you make a really good point. I think even, that. like, the harder questions, like, do you want to have children? Do you want to get married? Like, do you want to buy a car, a home? Do you want to travel? Like, mm-hmm. all of the... There's so many things you can do with this list. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the versatility of this list goes on and on and on. Um, I think that, like I said, there are some little precautions, like, not using it. I, again, I want to repeat that. You should not be using it against your partner, whoever is involved, Mm-mm. as a tool to then, like, weaponize and, and use that in a offensive way. And I think don't even weaponize it against yourself because it's Ooh, very yes. easy to take this list and be like, well, I wanted to do this before, but, like, well, now I have to keep wanting to do it. Like, no, no, you don't. Like, don't weaponize it against yourself because you put it on the list. Like, it's okay for things to not get done. Also on a to-do list, just, like, a star asterisk note here. Like... This is the same concept. Like, if just because it's on the list doesn't mean that it can't come off the list and you scratch it out like it never fucking existed. Because it, your your wants, your needs, your desires can change literally overnight because of a singular experience. And I think we need to be gentle with ourselves because it is just... I'm bringing know, the catchphrase. I know. I'm bringing it back. Um, but I think you really just have to understand that there are so many things that are going to change in your life all the time that this list should simultaneously change with that. I agree. I think Justin's going to wrap this one up, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) I love this episode. I like this list. I honestly feel like I need to do one myself soon. Um, I don't know what it's going to be about yet, but I will figure that out. But I'm going to take us out. Do you have anything else you want to say? No, I said all my piece. All right. Follow, rate, like, and subscribe. You can follow us on TikTok and Instagram at tabletalks.podcast. I am absolutely appalled how quickly this episode went by, but I hope you have the most chipper of fucking weeks. Do it, besties. Have a good week.